we welcome you to another to episode 31 of Batten and Chatting here in the Eastern Observer alongside Dennis Tui. I'm Brandon Natale. Now, before we get started, please hit that subscribe button to be kept in the loop on everything Eastern Observer and most importantly, Batten and Chatting. Our show can be found on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts can be found. Our show is presented to you by Black Cats NYC. Be sure to download the newest hit single, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us, which can be found wherever music is found, whether that's Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and many others. Dennis, how are you doing today? Doing good. I cannot believe we're at 31 episodes. Yeah, we kept it going. You know? Wow. That's a lot. That's, mm. a, that's a real lot. I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little surprised that we made it this far. When I first started, I didn't think we'd get to 31 episodes. Mm. Let's clap time, it up. Man. Yeah, clap it up. Clap it up. <laughs> no, I'm proud of us. I mean, you know, there's been a lot, there's been a lot to cover in the baseball world, and you know, here we are. Um, and we had Nick, uh, good friend Nicholas File, on here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's uh, off doing other other things. You know, I hope he's doing well. I got to listen to Pastimes too. That's what he's doing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, just kept it going. I mean, you know, just a couple of boys talking baseball. Can't get anything better than that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess when we get to 52, 52 weeks in a year, not sure about that. But uh, I guess when we get to 52 or 51, whatever, that would be because we do once a week. That would be our one year anniversary. It would technically be a year, a year worth of uh, podcast uh, episodes. Technically less than that because we missed a few weeks, but, you know. Oh, well, right. thank you for joining right. us tonight, audience. Yeah. And he was joining joining us in this nice, uh, you know. I know we record pretty late, but and it goes up. Uh, you know, that's just that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. It's been um, one of the uh, the Hall of Fame I finally got announced. I don't know if anybody saw the pre Hall yes. of Fame episodes we had. We had some pretty good. I, you know, I thought Billy Wagner was going to get in, but he was only five votes short, and he's up pretty soon in the ballot. He's coming up his final year. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. The anti-reliever stuff needs to stop. I'm sick of it. I'm I'm really sick of it. I went over it um, earlier, and I was just looking at all the players that have over 400 saves. Three of them are in the Hall of Fame. Hoffman, Rivera, Lee Smith. Nobody else was eligible yet. yet. Um, and that's Craig Kimbrell and uh, Kenley Jansen. Wow, yep. Who are still active? Francisco Rodriguez, who's barely getting any votes, and Billy Wagner, who's five votes shy. Now, I honestly think if Billy Wagner gets in, K Rod should get in. But you were pretty high on K Rod. You were convinced that he was gonna. Yeah, you know, I, I actually in. looked into it a little mm-hmm. afterwards, and there does seem to be maybe, maybe some off-field things that would keep him out. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. egregious it is. It's not like he ever served time for anything like that. There were like altercations and things like that. Right. Uh, he was accused of smacking around his wife or something. So it's not in like his, his his kid's grandfather or something. Oh wow. So uh, it's it's you know it doesn't seem like he's like a great guy off the field. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I guess maybe that would hold him back a bit. But really and truthfully, like people just have you you hear what people write. There's zero people writing and whatnot about relievers, and Joe Nathan fell off like immediately. And Joe Nathan was good. Joe Nathan really? was really good. It's like I don't understand it. Stony Brook alum, Joe Nathan. So I just I can't believe that he's not a John Franco from the Mets. Has over 400 saves, not in the Hall of Fame. The only 400 save guy not in the Hall of Fame. John Franco. Wow. Yeah, and exactly. was not in the Hall of Fame or on a ballot or active. The only I wonder, one. I wonder if it been like if John Franco stayed on the. Um, my God, he was in the league for a very long time. John Franco? Oh yeah, because well, he was a lefty. Same thing with Billy Wagner and Dan. Oh, you look at oh my God, you want to look at a guy who pitched forever? Look at Dan Plesac. I think it, yeah, I think Dan Plesac might have the record. I don't know if this is still accurate, but the the record for most games pitched, I think, might go to Dan Plesac. If you look him up on Baseball Reference, you'll see he played everywhere. Those left-handed specialists, man. Like he, before that, you know. Now you, there's a three batter minimum. Before that, guys can hang around for 
you know, 10 years longer than they should. Because, hey, there's a lefty coming up. Get the lefty out of the pen. Just get the out. Right. Where, there's a lot worse ways to make a living. He was good. I mean, it, it sucks because I'm just looking at You know, let me pull it up real quick. So He's talk good, about man. John. John Franco was good. He so should be talking out. about John Franco. I know you mentioned him. I had to bring. I had to talk about him. Of course. Since uh, bring it up, just looking at his stats, like he he had a lot of saves. Like just, it wasn't until like 2000 because he played another five years after. Like it, like you look at his saves. He had a total of 424 right here, and that's where he kind of got to that that after 2001. That's where he got to that you're just a left-handed specialist kind of thing. Just a hanger on. Right. And it, it didn't end great for him. I mean, look at his last year in the league, 44 games. I'm sorry, he was age 44. 31 games, a 7.2 ERA. That's not great for a uh, closer. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, he had 15. He only had 15 innings. So. Oh, well, yeah, because you look at how many uh, 31 games, 15 innings. That's what I'm saying. You'd only come in for a batter or two at a time. That's crazy, though. I wonder what he would have He was definitely out of – he definitely wouldn't have been able to make it to the uh, 06 Mets. Like, you can see 05 was his last year because that, that, that was he was kind of at the tail point of his career. It just wouldn't have meant to be if he was on that 06 Mets. I always thought he won a ring with you guys in 86. I know Jesse Orozco was the guy. He was the guy. I mean, you can see he was a lot of good yeah. relievers back then, man. He also had Randy Myers. Yeah, and he he went on to have to win a World Series MVP in what ninety or ninety one with the Reds ninety. Oh my lord! So pretty good. Man, yeah, I always um, forget that you guys had some bucket getters. No, but yeah, I think uh, kind of getting back to this current Hall of Fame class. You know, there's there's not a. And we'll get to the guys who made it in in a second. Todd Helton of the Rockies, Adrian Beltre of the Rangers mostly, and Dodgers. And obviously Joe Maurer spent his entire career with Minnesota. But uh, congratulations to them and Jim Leland. But uh, yeah, you're right. Billy Wagner was the closest to not getting in. And as you know, the saying goes, the better stories in the losing locker room, right? So Billy Wagner misses it by five votes. I think to me, 400 saves, kind of in conclusion to what I'm saying, 400 saves to me is that magic number, right? We have it, you know, 300 wins for pitchers, 3,000 hits for hitters, 500 home runs. I think the magic number for relievers should be 400 saves and you're in. Skip the line, you're in. You're in. To me, that's what it is. Hmm. That's a that's a lot of game to play. You think 40, 40 saves is an elite season, so that's 10 elite seasons. I don't see why not. And th- that kind of makes sense to me, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think, I don't get why there should be a lot of the hate. I, mean, I feel like that's a lot, that's too much to like not want to have a guy get in because he's a believer. It's like saying in football, you don't want to have the kickers or the punters in, yet they, yeah, it's a, a, lot it's a of position. Game, Whether you like it or not is besides the point. It's a, like it's Adam Vinatieri, he retired, I think, like a couple years ago. And when he gets yeah. in the Hall of Fame, he's, he's going to get in. Yeah, he scored the most points ever. Yeah, and you also, you know, the Super Bowls he's won being clutch, especially as a kicker. You want to be clutch, and he's the definite. He's shows the definition of it too. Imagine kicking, like, you know, like a fifty-plus yard field goal to win a game, the Super Bowl. And he I was able to do it. Now, in terms of baseball, when you have a reliever and a closer, like you're one of the people that are, you know, carrying your team in a way. You're you're in charge of, like, you know how a game is determined or not like a game's three to two you know you're gonna get called upon to control the game you know keep the game at pace for the team and, and when things go you know? th- and when things go right they get no credit and when things go wrong they get all the blame 100 percent, like evan diaz so it's, we say it a, it's many a, times you know yeah it's a different mentality to have um i agree with that now, yeah. i've seen plenty of guys talk about it. like john smoltz talks about it all the time because he was a starter had Tommy John surgery and rehabbed instead of taking time off or, or trying to start games or whatever, not at 100%, he went to a closer role for the Braves. Uh, two years. And um, he talks about it all the time on MLB Network or when he was on MLB Network. I don't know if he's back or not. Uh, but during the World Series, the postseason broadcast, the Fox broadcast on Saturday night throughout the season, he talks about it's way different being a closer than a starter. 
way different. You're, you're not like you come in, you don't know the umpire strike zone that night. You don't know. Obviously, everybody calls it differently. You don't know kind of if the weather could have an effect. There's a lot of things you don't know. Like you come in kind of blind and you're told, get three outs. And if it loses, guess who the whole blame is going on? You. <laughs> so it's not, it's it's not, not easy. easy. No. So for somebody to get 400 saves, that's a huge deal, man. And I, unfortunately, it unfairly penalizes good relievers on bad teams. But what happens? They all get traded. And we'll get to that in a bit with Aroldis Chapman signing a $9 million deal with the Pirates. You know, that's it just is what it is. They're just a commodity that, hey, a bad team with a good reliever is, as Michael K would say, Mona Lisa in the garage. <laughs> it's not, it's useless. It's worthless. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm just disappointed that the relievers have always gotten shifted. Lee Smith just got in on a committee, I think, a couple of years ago. He should have been in already. Lee Smith. Same thing with Bruce Suter. They're, like, there's so many guys. It's like, dude, they all have more saves than Raleigh Fingers. He's in. Raleigh Fingers is one of the best to ever do it. I'm not saying otherwise. But what I'm saying is, like, where where's the, the distinction? What's the line? Right. Now. I, I don't get it. Yeah, oh, Lee Smith plays for a while. He would play play for a long time. He's definitely known as a cub. Now, it's now in terms of the committee, like if you're out of the ballot, like so, how does it work with the committee? You you get voted in one, like they just vote one player in or multiple. Like how does it work with the committee? They change it every couple of years. Um, it's a cycle. There's the the executives which was this year that's like managers general managers umpires owners thing like people that don't play then there's the modern era which is what 60s or 50s to 80s and then it's 80s till now okay and then there's i the negro leagues is a separate committee. And then I forget what it is. It's early game or dead. I don't know if it, they call it dead ball era or early game. Like the actual, you know, I'll look, let's look it up. Hmm. Instead of just guessing here, that's just not good production. <laughs> Baseball Hall of Fame committees. I used to know it and then I kind of forgot it because they, they changed it recently. Era committees. Thank you. Baseball Hall of Fame.org. <laughs> You know, I think we graduated with somebody who works at the Hall of Fame now or worked at the Hall of Fame. Don't tell me Nick Mullick. No, I wonder what that kid's up to. Uh, Gavin Tarowski. I ran into I have him. Seen him. I have seen him on LinkedIn. So, I mean, I will. He, I think he's actually doing pretty well with Nick Mullick. So, I give credit I give credit to him. Really? Huh. Yeah, we'll discuss that later. But Gavin Tarowski, <laughs> really? Yeah, he's uh he went to school for archaeology or something like that, and he was interning as a uh, historian at the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's amazing! Or that's curator cool. at the Hall of Fame, something like that. I didn't even know he was a baseball fan. The contemporary baseball era, consisting of the period from 1980 to present day, nailed it. Classic baseball <laughs> era, consisting of the period prior to 1980 and including Negro leagues and pre-Negro league stars. Okay, the contemporary baseball era will split. Oh, so they condensed. They condensed – that's what happened. They condensed the committees to the classic baseball era. It used to be the modern era and the Negro Leagues and the early period. The contemporary contemporary baseball era will split into two separate ballots, one ballot to consider only players who made their greatest impact on the game since 1980, and another ballot consisting of managers, executives, and umpires. That's the one that just happened with Jim okay. Leland getting in. Uh, upcoming era committees – Classic baseball era, December of 2024 for inclusion of 2025. And then contemporary era player ballot, December 25 of 26. So Barry Bonds, Kinseiko, guys like that. That's the kind of guys to think about. They, I don't know how they select the process. They whittle it down to, I think, 10 guys. I don't know how it is. 15 guys, something like that. Last year, Fred McGriff was the only one who got in. Well, she should have gotten in. He was an eight home run shy of 500. 
if that's mm. if that stupid strike didn't happen. I love labor. I love labor, but mm. without that strike, he definitely would have gone to five hundred. You know, mm. so good for him. But yeah, mm. okay. Hopefully, hopefully, our guy John Franco gets in one day. There's a lot of guys that have gotten screwed, man. Bernie Williams should be a Hall of Famer. Bernie Williams, okay. Well, didn't Andy Pet- Andy Pettit didn't get in. No, he didn't get in. He didn't. Get- I don't think he didn't receive Bernie, a lot of Bernie, Bernie Williams should get in. I, I just can't believe that a dynasty that won four championships, their best players, not in the Hall of Fame. Find me the support where that's the case. And that is, it's Bernie Williams. It's not even. He's the best in that dynasty. Oh, the nineties like, Yankees, yeah. definitely. Oh my god, definitely. Over Jeter, Rivera. Yeah, that's. The, I don't think. He, I don't think any Yankee fan would disagree with what I said. Hmm. He was good for that. He, he was. was he was the player. guy. He was the guy. He was statistically their best player. Because he was on all the championship teams. He was on the team until what? Oh five or oh six. And uh, yeah, I mean, he won four rings with them. So I would think he was their best guy. Obviously, after like ninety nine, he started to kind of whittle down a bit. But and, and then you can say Jeter took over in like 2000. But overall, yeah, Bernie was. But it was it was Bernie like when everybody thought of the Yankees back then, they thought of Bernie Bernie no, Williams. Yeah, Bernie Williams was the guy, hundred percent. Wow, I never knew that. I thought it was well, I don't know. I thought it was mostly Jeter that was that kind of took over that. Jeter was kind of like he grew up in Michigan, but he was kind of like the hometown kid. He grew up a Yankees fan, and I guess they thought he was more marketable. Bernie Williams was not as. Outgoing as Jeter was, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's a good question because Bernie Williams has been just completely forgotten to time at this point. Wow. Yeah. He By was... non Yankees fans. He was good, man. He was really good. Like, wicked good. Yeah. For Could you imagine that? Could you imagine if he gets into the Baseball Hall of Fame? He's got a Grammy. He does. He really? I know he's a, I think he's a he's music teacher, if I'm correct. He's a musician. I, t- I don't I don't know if it was nominated or won, but he's something with the Grammys and Bernie Williams, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's a music teacher now, if I'm correct. I don't know if he's a teacher. I don't know. I'll look it up. Make sure. Like, I know I he's a guitarist. He plays the national anthem at Yankee Stadium all the time. I'm surprised I haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. Let's see. But yeah, Willard- con- congratulations to... Well, well, yeah, congratulations to Todd Helton. Adrian Beltre and uh, Joe Mauer. I, I, I'm guessing fans are going to want us to go in depth. We spent like what five, ten minutes on all three of them. So we, you know, we did a lot, yeah. In the last video, maybe maybe I'll see if we can get those segments just isolated and chopped up and put out separately. Um, That'd be kind of fun. Reading an honor right now. Let's say they got a degree in music. Uh, he already had two Latin Grammy nominations before he got started. Oh, that's what it is. Right. And, um, yeah, so uh, he said he first, wow, he first signed with the Yankees when he was 17. Yeah. Oh, he was on the team for a while, man. He was, yeah. I'm telling you, he was their guy in the 90s. Mm, well, maybe one, one day we'll get him on a primetime rundown. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Could you imagine? That'd be dope. Um, but you know, now on to uh, obviously, like you said, Todd Helton, Joe Mowry, Joe Beltre. Like I said, clap it up for them. Yeah, man, three thousand hits for Beltre. We knew he was getting in. I think the class Joe... was definitely well deserved. Honestly, like they're, they're... oh yeah, yeah. I I said Todd Helton should get in for that. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, I, you and I we're in agreement on basically all of them. I, I do yeah. have to say, we have to talk about the guys who fell off. Let's see if I can find it. Um, I had it earlier. Because A-Rod didn't get yep. a lot of votes. All right, so I'll I'll send you this link. I don't know if you want to share screen, so fans can see the actual. Go um, right ahead. Yeah, if you could click the link I just sent, bbwaa.com. About three quarters of the way down the page, you'll see a graph that has the amount of votes everybody got. And the percentage, so we could talk about who got booted. 
There it is. So this is the oh wow, you stopped it perfectly. Good job by you, buddy. Yep. But uh the um all right, so you need 75% of the vote to get in. You need five percent to stay on. So Jose Bautista, Victor Martinez, Bartolo Colon, Matt Holiday, My Adrian God. Gonzalez, Brandon Phillips, Jose Reyes, James Shields. I salute you for those about to rock. I can't believe I said that. I really thought that Matt Holiday had a good op- good choice for not a, a good case to make it in the I can't believe I really went with that. That was a take. I wasn't expecting that. That was certainly a take. That was definitely a take. I mean, come on. Come I on. can't believe Jose didn't get a single vote. Jose Reyes? Not that he, I don't think he sh- I don't think Jose Reyes should be in the Hall of Fame, but they always throw out the one vote for like a guy who's like, hey, I appreciate what you did. Thank you. <laughs> I'm surprised Jose didn't get a single vote. That to me is absurd. Manny Ramirez. I mean, well, no, I mean, I feel like Beltron definitely. Um, Beltron should have gotten more. A lot of people saying Gary Sheffield should get in. He, he should have. Oh, my God. The steroid art thing with Gary Sheffield is so weak. It is so weak. If you look into it, it's really weak. He was named right. in certain things, but he never served a suspension. Listen, so I've been going down like the WWE rabbit hole again. I always do every this time of year, every year I do. We're going somewhere with baseball, guys. Stay with me. <laughs> the WWE was checking for steroids 10 years before baseball was. The first drug test administered was for athletics, the 1968 Olympics. Hmm. I know this. You, get, you want to hear how I know this? Oh, I, I wrote a research paper on it. Thank you. Got an <laughs> A on it. I think I know what I'm talking about. There you go. It's, uh, like the, I was called it the WWE. Major League Baseball <laughs> literally created the steroid era. Like they have nobody to blame but themselves. Yeah. Once they put in this, once they put in the rule. And by the way, all those writers that are all you can't have him in. He took steroids. Yeah. Half the league before 1990 was taking freaking amphetamines, <laughs> like a fat kid eats M and M's. All right. <laughs> so and I could say I got a I got a little husk myself. Um. So I, I don't want to hear it. Listen, I love Bob Costas. I do. Mm-hmm. But he said the difference between what they did was these were performance enhancers; those were yeah. performance enablers. Damn, Bob Costas! I, I like Bob Costas, but when he said that, I was gobsmacked. He said this about two years ago on MLB Network. I thought to myself, "All right, well then, what about Andy Pettit?" He said it was just to get back from an injury. What about Eric Gagne? Same thing, just to get back from an injury. You don't think that a guy being able to play 162 games because he's hopped up on freaking Nazi drugs is going to, that's not going to impact his performance whatsoever? Gary Sheffield's a Hall of Famer. If you don't know, if you don't think Gary Sheffield's a Hall of Famer, you don't know ball. Simple as that. You just don't know ball. Who else on the list? Uh, Mark, Mark Bauer. Uh, Burley. Burley. I'm sorry. It's a tough name, man. It really Burley. is. Mark Burley. That's, it, that's it's his a name. tough It's the H. Mark it's Burley, the H. It throws you out. He deserves some more credit, in my opinion. I think him and Andy Pettit being neck and neck like that makes sense. And Andy being a they are pretty neck and neck. Him. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Rollins got a good amount of. You know what's crazy though? David Wright. He really got some some votes. I thought that David Wright would get more. Really? Yeah. I thought he was going to get more. And if David Wright gets in, then there's hope on uh, committees and whatnot that uh, Don Mattingly would get in. So I really hope David Wright would have gotten more. Oh, well. Like I said, if David Wright had more years in and more hits, it definitely would have made an easier case for him to get in. It's just, you know, it's tough. You know, that's injuries what happened. That's they got to, you know, they got the best of him in his career. Um. I'm not surprised by James Shields. Jose Reyes, no. I guess I'm a little surprised. I was surprised if he got a vote. He got a vote. Brandon Phillips got a vote over Jose Reyes. Are you kidding me? You know what happens? They all talk to each other, all the voters. And a lot of guys, they know Adrian Beltre is going in already. He's he's everybody knew he was getting in. So ninety five percent of the vote, those four point nine percent, they vote for guys who they think should be on the ballot longer to keep them on the ballot and uh so listen 
if I know Todd Helton's going in, Joe Mauer's going in, and Adrian Beltre, I have I have three spots opened up. So if you covered the Reds and Brandon Phillips was a was a good guy to you or whatever, you'll throw him a vote. This is a little appreciation. That's what they do. So it's not that that guy thinks Brandon Phillips is a Hall of Famer. It's just a hey, thanks, you know, kind of so a thing. You, you did it. You had a good career, an honor to just at least say you got a Hall of Fame vote. Maybe Anthony it's just, Palmer, yeah, it doesn't take anything. It's just a respect thing. Right. Respect thing, okay. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, but um, I, I like the list. So, like, you know, Beltre definitely well deserving. Todd Helton definitely well deserving. You know, one of the Rocky, you know, long time Rocky. Um, and Joe Mauer, wow, I, I would have thought he would have got more votes. He was like, I mean, he got a decent amount of votes, but like, he was just close to not getting in. Really, you look at that, like seventy six point one. I'm shocked he didn't break eighty percent. Yeah, you know that's what I'm saying. Like I felt like he should have broke more than he than he already did, but you know it is what it is. He got in. He's a Hall of Famer. I like I like the I like the list. I feel like this is this is pretty good. Yeah, I just I really thought Chase Utley was going to get like fifty. What? I thought he was going to get fifty percent. You don't think so? If you he's one of the best David second basemen ever. Was fifty as well. Yeah, I, I said it. That's right. There's a lot more third baseman better than David Wright than there are second baseman better than Chase Elway. We got a decent amount. I mean, let's say. No, I that's mean, that's kind of the crux of my argument with Chase Elway. It's the same reason why I think the Yankees should extend Glaber Torres. On paper, are his stats mind-blowing? But are they mind-blowing in comparison to other second basemen? No. Yeah. For Chase but, Utley, yeah, I mean, yeah, I say yes. <laughs> well, uh, so that to me is what it is. The Bobby Abreu argument. Listen, uh, we did it on here. I had to talk myself into mental gymnastics to not be like, "How's this guy still on?" Well, and something interesting that came, that I came across. Nick showed me a side by side on Baseball Reference. Tory Hunter and Andrew Jones. Their numbers are almost identical. Yeah, Torrey and it's shocking player. that the uh, discrepancy is what it is between Andrew Jones and Torrey Hunter. Mm. I don't know why that is. I, I honestly, I think that's bad research on people because I didn't know. I, I, I thought Torrey Hunter would be like a fringe guy. Like I had him as like he should be a Hall of Famer because just because you know the eye test just told me that guy was an awesome defensive center fielder. I don't need the defensive runs saved and expected fielding or whatever. Like, I don't need that crap. Just like sit down, relax. I mean, then I was just drinking soda, but now if it was now, I'd be probably drinking an adult beverage. Watch mm. the game. Tell me what you think. Nobody ever watched a game with Torrey Hunter playing center fielder and didn't think that guy's a freak of nature. <laughs> the problem with Torrey Hunter is that there's no other defensive special to center fielders in the hall of fame. You know, Devo's not in. Gary Maddox isn't in. I think it's crazy. Uh, Carlos Beltran, I think, and then we'll move on to other topics, but Carlos Beltran, um, he almost uh, almost had, you know, he almost 61 point, uh, no, 57.1. That was only his second year in the ballot, so I feel like he's definitely going to get in in the future. I don't know when, but it's getting close. I don't see... um, my eyes deceive me? I don't really see. No, nah, they're off it, right? Barry Bonds and, and all of them. And... Oh, yeah. They fell off. Uh, yeah. Was it last year or two two years ago? Barry Bonds, Kurt Schilling, and Roger Clemens fell off. Last year, Jeff Kent was the only one who fell off. Jeff Kent not being in the. St- Jeff Kent not being in the Hall of Fame is how I view. Kiss not being in the Hall of Fame for as long as it took for Kiss to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's completely delegitimizing the institution. That is pretty, yeah. No, that's crazy. Well like put. Jeff Kent, most home runs ever by his second baseman. You skipped a line. First ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot. First ballot. Someone agrees with me. Uh, <laughs> you hit the unmute button on accident on your TV. But uh, listen. I, I don't understand the voting at this point. I don't understand the criteria. I don't understand what these people want. 
congratulations to Todd Helm. You guys go watch. We talked about it for like 10 minutes. Congratulations, Adrian Beltre. We talked about him for 10 minutes. Congratulations right. to Joe Mauer. Can you hear me Check our get, get the algorithm up. Like, comment. Here, this is going to be a good one. Comments who you would vote for to be in the Hall of Fame. Audience, yeah, that would be uh, interesting. See what, Maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe you're saying, Tory Hunter's not a Hall of Famer, Dennis. Stop it. Just because you had his trading card as a kid and said that they used to call him a Spider-Man. That's your only reasoning for it. Kind of weird that they would know that, but that is my reasoning. Love Tory Hunter. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Tory uh, with two eyes? <laughs> wow. Can't get no better than that. All right. Cheers, man. Cease to never, cease to always amaze me, Dennis. If you could take one guy who didn't get in this year and put him in, who would you put? Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner. Okay. He should have been in. Are you kidding? He should have been. In. He was five votes away. I I'd probably go. I'd probably go your boy Beltron. Him too. I, well, actually, Sheffield. Those are three no, guys. No, the steroid thing with Sheffield. Okay, fine. I guess I can understand the argument. There's no argument from Beltron. Hall of Fame. Do they have like a certain? I mean, no. Actually, well. I can't say that. I mean, I guess in football, I feel like it's more easier to have like a, like eight or like seven guys in. You know what yeah, I mean? Like positions. In baseball, right. Uh, yeah, but I feel like in baseball, it's like two or three guys or like just one guy. They have in Or there's oh, years when there hasn't been anybody voted. I remember there was a year when two nobody got ago. in. What? Two years, ago. two years ago, nobody got in. Last year, the only one who got in was David Ortiz. Wow, yeah. So do you want to hear who's? Do you want to hear some of the additions for next year's ballot? Some good ones. Let me hear it. We have Ichiro of the Mariners, Yankees, and Marlins. My favorite player ever. CC Sabathia, Dustin Pedroia of the Red Sox, Ian Kinsler, Felix Hernandez, Troy Tulowitzki, Ben Zobrist, Curtis Granderson. Hanley Ramirez, Russell Martin, Adam Jones, Ryan McCann, Martin Prado, Carlos Gonzalez, Melky Cabrera, Clay Buckles, and guys that aren't getting in. Fernando Rodney, Mark Reynolds, Mark, Trum- Mark Trumbo, Kendris Morales, Jason Vargas, Ian Desmond, Francisco Liriano. Those are possible guys. I don't know how they whittle it down. Martin Prado, he's not going to get on the ballot. No. Uh, Jason Vargas shouldn't be on the ballot. I want to put Francisco Liriano on there. Actually, Jason Vargas. Francisco Liriano is decent. Nah, no. Jason mm. Vargas, that that guy. The pitcher. I thought he played a lot longer than that. Yeah, he's going to be on the ballot, man. Really? That's interesting. I never would have thought he that. He could be. He could be on the ballot. Ninety-nine. He's. He wouldn't get any votes. But, uh, no, I don't mean. Dude, no. I had him in 2017 when he was on the Royals. I had him on my fantasy baseball team. Killer. I remember seeing Killer. him pitch. I remember seeing him pitch a couple times um, in 2019. Wow, 2019 was his last year. That's crazy. I remember I saw him pitch his uh, complete game. Like he, had, he pitched a complete game. The only complete game that year, too. It was a shutout against the Giants. It was pretty cool because right? he wasn't – Phenomenal for the Mets. He was phenomenal, but, you know, um, came to a time where, oh, wow, he was on the Royals in 2015. He won the World Series with them in 2015. You know, he wasn't a very liked pitcher on the Mets. No, he was not. He was not. I I can attest to that. I mean, not that I had anything, but just I was a witness to definitely seeing a lot of people have not not very nice things to say. But I I enjoyed watching him pitch when – that complete game. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my good memories of him. That's what I could say. Yeah. He, I mean, that 17 year with the Royals, he was dominant. He was really good that season. But, uh, you know, some guys, when they fall off, they fall off. And he was, he was getting up there in age, man. He was 34, and it's kind of hit a plateau. Uh, yeah. But, anyways, um, in fact, the cup is up at the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to everybody. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess next year the the two ones that are definitely getting in are Ichiro and CC. Yeah, I definitely. I'd be Ichiro. Definitely, I could see that. One of the best hitters yeah. ever. Oh, he's he's definitely getting in. He's the best contact hitter ever. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, he never hit much for um for power. Obviously, I'm just taking a look at his. Hit in the postseason. Mm. And guys oh. always said. Yeah, he's the, the one player, a lot of players and media people would always say the one player who you want to see take batting practice before a game is Ichiro. Dude would hit nukes. Yeah, you know, he's, he's definitely getting in the Hall of Fame easily, no matter what. Yeah. Be shocked if he didn't. That's cool to see he ended his I remember I remember when he just finished his career, too. Ichiro? He five. He still could have kept going. He, was, he, he wasn't so. bad. He wasn't bad. Look at his batting average and look at the batting averages we see around the league right now. He could still be playing. I, I, I'm convinced he could still be playing. I understand it's a dance. He's a, you're one of your favorite athletes ever. I, I get all that, but I'm totally biased. But he could still be playing on a team. Thousand percent. You mean to tell me, I'm not trying to hate on the guy, but you mean to tell me Joey Gallo can get a gig, but Ichiro can't? Okay. Okay. <laughs> It's his choice. Let's see about that. Did you ever hear the Tom Brady Ichiro story? No. Tom Brady calls Ichiro and asks him, what's your workout regimen? Because Ichiro's been playing forever at this point. Tom Brady wants to play for a long time, too. Ichiro says, who the F is Tom Brady? No clue. No clue who he is. (laughs) No idea who he was. There's no story to me. This was I I don't know when the the story like this story happened, but Tom Brady shared the story that Ichiro had no clue who he was. That's funny. I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty that's pretty good. Which I can believe, to be honest. I, I mean, I, the baseball season is when football is not in season, so I I doubt he would be paying attention to it. Mm. Not sure how much NFL action they get in Japan. Um, that'd be interesting. So that's always a funny one. Well, I guess now we could thank Ichiro for uh, why we saw Tom Brady as much as we could, as we did. Yeah. Yeah, right. TB12. Mm. So TB12. moving on. Yep. <laughs> Free agents. Um, my Marlins made a move. Trey Mancini to a minor league deal. Okay. Okay. Reese Hoskins. Yeah. Actually, the Trey Mancini thing is kind of interesting. The Marlins are actually only paying him the bare minimum because the Cubs are paying the rest of his contract. So cheap option with some upside. Yeah. Didn't have a great season last year. Trey Mancini, 234, 71 OPS plus. Ugh. <laughs> and, uh, how many games played? 79. Not great. Not great. But two years ago, he wasn't much better. But listen, there's upside with him, man. There's upside. So I guess that's their thinking for it. Um, yeah. My guy, Joey Gallo. Don't take it personally, Joe. Uh, He signed a deal. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Oh, maybe that you should take a little personally. Signed a one-year, $5 million contract with the Nationals. Oh, my God. He seems to stick around. 30 years old. Two-time All-Star, two-time Gold Glove winner. But I'm the bad guy for saying he was overrated. Uh, Did I tell you about that? I got flamed on social media for saying Joey Gallo was overrated. <laughs> I said he always was, and people were like, that's not true. You know Look what? at his OPS plus, and I'm like, uh, honestly, maybe the stat is just flawed. That same stat says Edgar Martinez and Ichiro were worse than I was. So just a thought. Maybe it yeah, sucks. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. I mean, listen, Joey Gallo's not like trash, trash. My favorite memory. 
I'm not saying he's going to play anymore. Oh, my God, 177 with the Twins. Not to say that I've um, – yeah. I'm sure he's Joey, a nice guy. He, he comes off as a really nice guy in interviews and whatnot. He sounds like he'd be a good Met. <laughs> if I was a Mets, I'd pick him up. Him um, going to the Mets and just instantly raking would be awesome. And he seems like a great guy. He really does seem like a great guy. It's just well, he got pummeled. And, he got pummeled when he played in New York. He even said he said it like for first hand. He's like, yeah, it's like he, like it was not easy for him. Like he just looking at his stats. I mean, they're, they're decent. I give him credit. Like I said, if he can play in New York, he can play in anywhere. So he survived at least like two and a half seasons. So I give him credit. I know you guys traded for him that year because you guys thought he was going to be the extra push to get you guys to the. Uh, you know, the world's second playoffs. You know, uh, you know, Savage didn't speak for itself, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. A lot of walks in 21. He was an all star. What did he get voted to the all? Oh, he had 38 home runs. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was a great but that's player. the thing is nowadays, a lot of these analytics are so hyperinflated by the three true outcomes of home run. Walk strikeout. They're so hyper inflated. So his OPS plus numbers, dude. Look at his stats from this from this year. Are you are you trying to tell me that's a league average player? Twenty one forty eight walks to one hundred and forty two strikeouts. Twenty one homers and forty RBIs. How many of those RBIs? So nineteen of those possibly came from ways other than home runs. And you know he's hitting uh you know at least one or two two three run shots. He can't hit. Mm. I mean, is he a good fielder? He, he has two gold gloves. No, he's a very good fielder. He's a very good fielder. So for the upside, like I get it. I'm not saying like the Nationals are stupid. They have no idea. I'm just saying this is this is me venting about how I got flamed on social media for saying the sky is blue. Sorry, America. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, come on. I mean, once again, he's a nice guy. He comes off as a great dude. All of his teammates, nobody says anything bad about the guy. But it's, uh, I don't get it. Yeah. He was, he was supposed to be a star, like a superstar at one point. But it doesn't work out when you strike out constantly. It kills momentum. I get it. Like people will say, well, you know, strikeouts really aren't that bad. There's worse results. No, there's really not. If you put the ball in play, there could be an error. People are like, well, what about grounding into a double play? It's like, okay, fine. You know, that happens. What about a guy goes to field a routine ball and it goes through his legs? Just a thought. Yeah. So it's uh, whatever you say, I can say something counter to it. Strikeouts are stupid. Your advanced analytics are not be all end all. There's going to be trends. There's going to be guys that break it, that shun it. It's just, it is what it is. So I hope the Nationals turn it around with him, man. I really do. Guy seems like a great dude. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, it's, it is not working out. Yeah, Chappie. Chappie signed a. Uh... Hold on, I lost it here. Mm. But I know. I think it's crazy because um, he. It's one year, nine million. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's how much. I know. That I saw something before that the Mets were looking into him, and then literally maybe a couple hours later, that's when um yeah he, he, the uh, Pirates deal was announced. I was like oh. The Yankees were interested too. Oh, it is a one-year, ten and a half million. Excuse me, misspoke. Uh, listen, this is what it is. They're going to do what he, he did on the Royals last year—a pump and dump. Get your stats up. We'll trade you to a contender. We'll get some prospects, capital, whatever. In return, you try to win a ring again. Have fun. And who knows? The Pirates, they were frisky for about a month and a half, two months last year. Maybe they keep them. Who knows? Maybe they could turn things around, but he was decent 
for the Rangers, he was pretty good. He won the World Series with them again, right? Yeah, last year. Wow, that's crazy. He's been in the league for, like I said, I always give credit to when the Yankees traded him to the the um, the Cubs for nothing. And yeah, and they got him back. You know, we got Libertores and Aroldis Chapman for nothing. I always give credit to that. So, um, what does this do for the Pirates, though? What made the Pirates such a the move for him to go to? They probably offered him, the, like I said, they probably offered him the most money, and it's a bump and dump. Just get your stats. Yeah, and we'll flip you to a contender. Yeah, right. Is he? Is are there more more players like that? Like just flip and dump? Oh, totally. You see it with relievers all the time, man. The thing is, it's it's usually not the. It's usually not elite guys just like him. That's somebody that's kind of on their way out, for lack of better terms. You see it all the time. David Robertson. Yeah, like I was a, just about a to say. Good him. example of it. I was just, just about to say, where's he been? Like, he, uh, he's not he's signed. He's a free yet. agent. I think he's the Mets Met should definitely pick him back up. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if he wants to come with us. Depends if he wants to win or not. Like, I don't know where he is at his career, but uh, I, I don't. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind him going back to the Yankees, man. He was good for us. Every time we had him, he was very good. You know, he was good for the Mets, but I just think, like I said, the Diaz injury definitely affected them. Who would have known that? The, of course it did. One of the best clo- like closers, like just the, the best reliever on the team. Who would have known that would have had such a big effect on – and like we always said before, how relievers should get into the Hall of Fame. They have a lot of weight that is carried onto them on the team. So now that Edwin Diaz got was, – was, you know, was out, then that led to – you know, David Robinson getting used more. He wasn't supposed to be that ninth inning guy. He was supposed to be a seventh or eighth inning guy. So I'm, Diaz is now back. So I would love to. That's going to be fun, though. I mean, are you ready for the Timmy Trumpets, Dennis? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I'm concerned about what Edwin Diaz we're getting. Is it going to be 2022 Edwin Diaz or 2019 Edwin Diaz? If I'm a Met fan, that's something I'm a little concerned about. See how he's going to come back I, after the injury. I have faith but, in him. Uh, I have faith in him. I'm not trying to I, downplay. I always had faith in him. I always had well, faith in him. You know what? You know he that. Had to work, he had to work for it. So, I mean, for me, sure, he was on the Mariners, but like now he was a Met. You saw what I was getting. So now I see what he is, and I'm, I can't get mad at him for it. So I said to myself the other day, I wouldn't mind if I got a Diaz jersey, but, you know, you came to my head right away. Like, I thought of you right away. And, what you would have thought, and if it would have made me look like a hypocrite. Don't let me tell you what to wear. That's true. I mean, I, you know, I, we'll see. I mean, when it, anything in Dallas, I got on my Mike Piazza. But it, um, I just recently cleaned my room and I found my Mike Piazza jersey. Did you really? I did. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, but like so no, it would have been cool to see how. I mean, now that Diaz could be back, it would be cool to see how Robinson is. Um, another Yankee pitcher. I just see this right now. Uh, Domingo Herman is expected to turn to the mound in 2024. I just got a report. This from Bleach Report, reported by Aaron Walsh. Um, according to Mark W. Sanchez, the right-handers in contract discussions with six teams. Mark W. Yeah. Sanchez. Yeah, this is Mark. W. Sanchez, not Mark Sanchez from the Jets. Oh, Mark. I was going to say, Mark, career change, huh? I know, imagine. Uh, he's from the New York Post, uh, and he said that it's the Orioles, Blue Jays, Mets, uh, though Steve Cohn's team is considered the least favorites. So, Yeah, uh, I, yeah I would not wish that devil on you, Ricky Bobby. Um, hey, have fun with him. Well, like I said, said so the Mets are the least favorites, so now Herman is um you know, um I wouldn't recommend any champagne celebrations around him. That's the thought. Okay. It was a little no, dark. But yeah, you say you got uh he refused to out- go to the uh minors. Something like that. I don't know what it is, uh, what happened with him. He I, the guy had a vicious drinking problem. Yeah, that's what I heard. You know, it's... vicious. So hopefully he got that under control. And if he did, we're nothing but the best for him. I remember seeing him pitch the next game. He pitched after the perfect game, and everybody was ready. Like Yankee Stadium was going nuts for him, and uh, he pitched really good. He pitched good for them. I was, you know, so sad what happened to him. 
so um, inconsistent. So inconsistent, man. It, honestly, his peak is a long reliever, which sounds crazy. The guy pitched a perfect game, but it's honestly like a, a like a fringe starter long relief role is perfect for him. Mm, perfect. Okay. But I don't know if you'll get that job. A team I could see him doing good with would be like a team like the Royals. Just just a spot in the rotation. Just stay here, stay out of trouble kind of a thing. Right. Just bounce back, get your career, get your life in order. They flip him or no? Yeah. Now they said so. that he was uh, he was only due to 20, start, 20 games, 19 starts. As uh, you know, the Yankees placed him on the restricted list by uh, in August. Involuntary, he entered the treatment program, inpatient treatment program for alcohol abuse, after following a reported incident in the team clubhouse. Yeah, I remember that. We talked about it on here. That was nuts. So, so all right, so, I hope he's doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100. I hope he's doing better. We'll see. We'll see. Um, just great. I just want to know what it's going to be like for the Mets and P. Alonso. I feel like the more uh, I hear about it, I feel like he's likely going to get traded. Yeah. Well, my crazy harebrained idea of a Pete Alonzo Reese Hoskins platoon, that, that went down the drain. Mm-hmm. Reese Hoskins signed a two year deal with the Milwaukee Brewers. Brandon, they signed a hitter. This is huge. Well, oh he's my God. Off, he's coming off a 20 ACL, though. A two year, $34 million deal. Well, he never played with any athleticism, he was always just mashing. Home run. There you go. Home run. <laughs> so, and no shift this year, so he's not going to have to um, – hopefully he fares better than uh, Ryan Howard after he tore his ACL. They, do, they did a no shift last year, right, too? They did that? Yeah, but he didn't play last year. No, he, he got hurt the first play. day of spring yeah, training. I think, it was yeah. the, I think it might have been the very first day of spring training he got injured. Yeah, that's terrible. Poor guy. The first game. Oh. Yeah, it happens, you know. It's you know. I was looking at um you know what's crazy? I was looking at uh MLB Network today they released their top ten right now uh for left fielder left fielders. Mm-hmm. One was Jordan Alvarez. Yeah and number two was Brandon Nimmo. What? Yeah. I would have Randy Rosarena. Nimmo Nimmo's been playing. Nimmo's been playing pretty good. He's definitely well deserved. I'm glad. I was very happy when the Mets kept him. Uh, I wonder how it's going to be no. now that Bader is now officially in. Um... What about Juan Soto? Juan Soto. I feel like Juan Soto is considered a right fielder though, because he's not oh. on this list. It's uh, number three is Nolan Jones. Number four is Brian Rockies. Brian Reynolds. Number five is Chase McCormick. Number six is Randy. Wait, wait, wait a second. How the hell does this make sense? How do you have two left fielders on your roster? Jordan, Jordan's a DH. He can't be a DH and a left fielder and then have another left fielder as the left fielder. It's only one position. You tell me. Chaz McCormick is on the Astros. It's bizarre. Continue. Uh, number seven is Lars Nopar. Nubar. Nubar. From the uh, Cardinals. Oh, okay. Won the World Cup for Japan. Really? Mm-hmm. He's on their team. Number eight is Christian Yelich. Number nine is Mel- Matt Wellner. Wallner. And number 10 is Kyle Schwarber. What are your thoughts on that? Kyle Schwarber is hard to rate. Thinking. A complete sieve defensively, but like a, a a very reliable. He's the opposite of Joey Gallo. He's just good enough hitting that it doesn't always have to be a home run or a strikeout. He can do other stuff. I don't know. I don't know if I would. If, I don't know who I'd rather have between him and Yelich. It's a tough question. Uh, Matt Wellner, I honestly don't know enough about him. He's on what the Reds? Am I right on that? Sounds like it. Let me take a look. Uh, I I could be wrong, but 
Let me do the research for you. I honestly, I don't know. I'm not too familiar with him. He is a twin. Oh. Matt Wellner? Yes, of the twins. How do you spell it? M A. Uh, obviously Matt, and then W. Uh, like Wall, and then Ner. Oh. Okay, I spelled that wrong. Hmm. Yeah, I have decent. Fourteen homers, batted two forty nine, OPS plus one thirty nine, forty one RBIs. So pretty good home run to RBI rate, which I like. Two stolen bases, not great. What are your strikeouts, big boy? 80 strikeouts to 28 walks. Okay. Only 76. All right, that's crazy. Only 76 games played? Yeah, no, Kyle Schwerber's better. At least Kyle Schwerber, the one thing I give him credit for, very streaky, but he played, man. Played. Yeah. So another big news. Do, do we talk about do we talk about uh Josh Hader last episode? I think we might have. Oh, we didn't. No, we didn't talk about him. We didn't talk about Josh Hader. No, okay. it's not a big deal. The Astros want to announce it. Yeah, so Josh Hader, two year oh, five years, ninety-five million dollars, no deferrals. They went big. They went big. They went grande. They went to Starbucks and said, Let me get the venti. <laughs> I'm I'm getting more into Starbucks lately. I am. I, I got to admit it. Okay. But uh, yeah, dude, five years, ninety-five million for Josh Hader. I don't like this deal. How come? I think he's redundant. I think Ryan Presley is already pretty good. Brian Abreu, I like, and um, they have another cat that uh, bullpen too. Is it Mon- Miguel Montero? Is that who I'm thinking of? They have yeah, guys, man. Uh, hold on. Let me click the full story. Alden Gonzalez. Alden, what do you got for me? Oh, shoot. Did you hear this? Kendall Graveman is missing the entire season with shoulder surgery. News to me. Oh, man. Uh, Rafael Montero. That's what I'm thinking of. You're right. Yeah, he was a met. He was, I think, he considered was what uh Degrom is. Like he was pretty high ranked, and it just didn't work out. Yeah. So they had guys ninety five million dollars on him. Let me tell you something. That money that could have been used to getting Blake Snell or shoring up that rotation. That rotation is not good. It's a bad rotation. Yeah, it's not good, man. It's really not. I get Lance McCullers. Even Josh was saying, our our friend who lives in Houston, was saying that uh, he's not confident at all. He said going into the playoffs, he was not confident whatsoever in the rotation. So they should have Lance McCullers coming back, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm a little concerned. Obviously, they have Verlander, but at his age, how much could you expect out of him? I don't know. I I thought the bullpen was the least of their concerns. Right. I guess it could have been shored up a little bit. They are losing Hector Neris to free agency. They could have shored it up in other ways, but $95 over five years for Josh Hader doesn't even pitch back-to-back days. Ryan Presley can. It's just um, I don't like it. I really don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think it's going to work out for them. Heck of a player. We all know the stats, right? I mean, I could pull it up, but we all know it. The guy's a, a bucket and a half. All star, perennially, uh, a perennial National League reliever of the award of the Hoffman reliever of the year award. That's what I'm talking about. Um. Last year, a 1.28 ERA in 61 games. Got 33 saves. I, the guy's phenomenal. Mm. ERA plus 321, league average is 100. Like he's, he's an excellent, excellent pitcher. 
but I just I don't know, man. I don't love it. I don't love it for them. Well, you know, I mean, good for the Astros. I just I feel like add another superstar player to their team, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it works out. But um, I guess that's it. Is there anything else uh, we should talk about? Um, no, I think that's I think that's it. Matt Moore goes back to the Angels. I saw that. Yep, reliever, right-handed reliever Robert Stevenson goes to the Angels. Yariel Rodriguez went to the Blue Jays. Jordan Hicks goes to the Giants. That seems like everything. Okay. And right. the Royals got their – they're going to put on a the ballot for whatever their upcoming election is or their next election. Yeah. To have taxpayers vote on whether or not they want the – they want to pay for Kauffman Stadium. That's good. Right. Frank White, former Royal, does not want fans to pay for it. Kind of interesting. But it is what it is. Keep you updated on that. If there are any updates on that, I don't think there will be until the vote actually happens. Okay. All right. All right. That sums it up. That sums it up. That's right. Be sure to check out our revamped website at www.easternobserver.com for the latest news in the world of baseball and so much more. We thank you for joining us in another edition of Bad and Chat. And for my co-host, Dennis Turi, and the entire Blackjack Media Group team, I'm Brandon Natale saying so long, and we'll see you next time.